Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Today, since the subject is how to keep work at work and home at home, you know, if you go to my website, I've got Win at Life, Win at Business. It's just a core aspect of of my ethos, I think you can win at both. And in fact, they can be mutually reinforcing. Um, and I want to talk about energy management today for a segment before we dive into a special guest interview with my good friend Tamara uh, Andrus here in a few. But first thing I want to talk about, like when we're, you know, Michelle just gave us some great life principles, great processes, great ways to think about uh, managing your life, succeeding at your life, creating boundaries. Those were so many, so many good w pieces of wisdom. But in, in, uh, I think it was 2009, I took my first vacation I had taken in three years and I went to Costa Rica for 10 days and I was like stunned at just how my body was reacting to the vacation. At first I couldn't actually relax for the first six or seven days. I don't know if you guys have been there, but studies actually show 
that uh, it takes you about seven days to unwind. We've got a hot mic somewhere. Uh, Sheila, I think it's you actually. Let me just mute you for a sec. Um, but when you get in a, a vacation type state, your body actually, if you're programmed, like most Americans, most Westerners were programmed to just work, 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 right? And we, our rhythms are not necessarily supportive of renewal. And, and I want to give you guys a little illustration. I don't know if some of you guys watched the NBA Finals last night, but I'm a big fan of NBA Finals and NFL, that type of deal. So um, if, you could, if you didn't notice, Steph Curry, for the first time in four years, over four years, did not make a three-pointer. Steph Curry is the best shooter in the world, best three-point shooter in the world. And you could tell that he was just fatigued. His energy was lagging. His, 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 his special drive was not there. Andrew Wiggins for the Warriors, unfortunately, or fortunately did have it. Um, but if you look in life, you'll see these massive moments of energy exertion. That's why you see in college football, like Ohio State will get up and beat uh, Michigan, let's say, in a big, big rivalry game. The next week, they'll lose to like, you know, the North Central Iowa Barnstormers, you know, some random weak team that they should not have lost to because their energy will have just gone flat. And in life, there's, there's four energy quadrants that we're going to talk about for a few. But if you do this massive exertion, you've got to do this massive renewal at the end of the exertion. That's why if you have a big event or do something massive in your career, you'll have this big high and then you'll literally almost have a feeling of depression the next week sometime. Um, and, and, and when I did this vacation back in Costa Rica, then it created this awakening and longing for more, longing for more renewal, longing for more adventure. And I started eventually, for me, I started eventually having a rhythm where I would take one day off a week, one full day, not checking email, not really even checking social, uh, even for fun, um, reading, unplugging, being with my family, hardly calling anybody, and just being present, physically, mentally, emotionally present to where I'm at right now, then taking, so that was my Sabbath, That's and I still do this to this day, and if I skip it, I find my next week is far less productive. I'm much more edgy. Um, but then I also started taking one weekend off a month. Eventually, one my ideal rhythm. I'm not able to do that right now with a baby. Uh, at least we haven't figured out the rhythm yet. We're going to work on it. But is is to take one week out of the country every quarter, um, and then one month out of the country every year in one of the world's 50 most beautiful cities. So. But what happens is, is you've got four main energy quadrants, emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical. And, and if you want to be a top performing athlete in your career, what that looks like is you've got to create these oscillating rhythms up and down. Renewal, exertion, renewal, exertion, renewal, exertion, renewal. And that's how like you think of great music. That's... The whole universe is wired for these rhythms, rhythms of life. For example, polar bears. Polar bears, if they are on display for seven days a week in the zoo, guess what happens to their coat? It starts turning yellow. It starts turning yellow at the paws, right? So if you ever go to the zoo and you notice, man, these polar bears, why, are, why, are they, why aren't they white? You don't see polar bears in Alaska like, uh, you know, or the North Pole, they don't have yellow on their paws for the most part. It's because they're on display. They're going to stress seven days a week. They don't have this renewal. Okay. Um, so this, this also this philosophy of renewal also comes from sports psychologists. Uh, the, my favorite book on this is Power of Full Engagement. And guys, if you want a quick little worksheet on these four quadrants, emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual, just shoot me a DM. I don't have a link for it, but shoot me a DM and I can send it out to you. It's something I've guided my mastermind clients and all that jazz through. Um, but 
you don't want to violate your nature because we're human beings. We're not human doings. We're not robots. And, and that's why God's made us. God's made us to be, to enjoy both our work. We'll, you'll actually find you enjoy your work more when you create more rhythms and renewal um, versus just pure exertion. All right. So I'm curious who has, who has a question on that? Uh, or who's, who's maybe like in a little bit of a state of burnout or um, ready for more renewal and wants to talk about how can you renew? Uh, flash your mic if you have a question or a thought on that or shoot me a DM before we go to uh, Monica. Yeah, go ahead, my friend. Good morning. You mentioned rhythms and I mentioned in passing during my segment this morning the concept of ultradian rhythms or ultradian oscillation. And that is that cycle that we need during the day, about every 90 minutes to two hours, where we need to relieve the exertion that our brain is doing to be productive, to do productive work. And so that's the reason why we hit that wall sometimes in the afternoon, where we want to get a coffee or a Snickers bar or something like that. If we just pay attention to and set a timer, I do this sometimes too, set a timer to get up and move walk around, move, get a drink, leave the, whatever, leave the environment every about 90 minutes, you honor that, that natural rhythm that your brain is in. So I really love the, where your conversation is going today, Michael. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome and spot on. And when we think about, here, here's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to ponder, uh, you know, f- flowing off of Monica's comments here, looking at these rhythms let's let's look at your rhythms right now physically you have good patterns of renewal and exertion like are you working out and and treating your body well are you eating well and eating at the right times for example we weren't meant to there's a reason intermittent fasting helps our body um, uh, more effectively utilize energy and food because we weren't meant to be grazers just eating all day long for you know 16 hours a day like you would hunt and find like one you know the animal you'd eat like six or eight hours a day at most right in that window um secondly so what what's your physical exertion and renewal pattern look like is it healthy where could it be optimized and that also means, here's a little known fact, if you don't, um, during the day, like this is like not massive meals, okay, but um, if you often feel yourself getting edgy, like every three to four hours, what happens is if you don't take in a little something every four hours, your body starts converting muscle into fuel. And that's why you kind of have those hangry moments. <laughs> but don't eat big meals. Don't eat all these things. Don't And look at the, the foods that you're eating. Are you eating nutrient-rich foods? Are you doing green juices? Are you doing uh, just addicted to coffee and caffeine and Coke and empty calories and sugars, right? Most of Americans, we're addicted to sugars and, and unhealthy things. Um, secondly, your emotional rhythms. Like... Uh, we've had to detox from unhealthy or toxic people. Unfortunately, my in-laws, uh, carte blanche, they're narcissists. Okay. So we've detoxed, literally cut them off, um, because they were creating little, like massive physical effects in my wife's life. Okay. Um, so the emotional impact of harm, of stress, uh, my, my wife's body and her health would literally break down through interactions with her mom and, and father-in-law, unfortunately. Um, and then third thing, so or like emotional renewal. Let me add a couple other pieces. What about like music? Like sometimes turn off Netflix and just listen to some renewing music, some high vibration music. Like we did last night, I was putting my, my baby to uh, bed, Sonnet. 7 seven thirty or so before the NBA finals were kicking off and I played the piano guys it's a really good uh, band and and sonnet was just she was just moving and soothing music and it renewed my wife and I and we laughed and we enjoyed it and watched our baby just kind of dance to the music um, and and it's non-vocal and it's not like stressful stress inducing music it's soothing 
So what's your emotional pattern for renewal? How do you also, if you bottle up your emotions and don't have effective, healthy processing of emotions, you know, we trap things in us as human beings, we can relive our emotions over and over and over, right? Um, for example, back to the polar bears uh, side of things, like my wife, wife's battle with uh, depression and postpartum, I've had to learn a lot about trauma and I've read a lot of books and studied things and learning how to create a perfect recipe for her to actually heal from depression, not just manage it, but heal. And this book, Healing Trauma by Dr. Peter Levine, he talks about how uh, you know the animal kingdom already naturally has ways to process emotion or process trauma. For example, um, if you think of a wildebeest, a wildebeest, um, my dad used to make us watch these nature shows with, with uh, like, you know, African safari type deal and wildebeest would be caught by a lion and it's being drug off and it's in the jaws of the lion, but somehow it wiggles free. It wasn't, it was still alive. Wiggles free, runs off, lion's too tired to chase it. Two minutes later, that wildebeest is eating grass. And I don't know about you, but if I'm about you know, I'm, I'm lunch meat for a lion and then somehow I escape, I'm not going to be eating a burger or a pizza right after that, two minutes later. <laughs> but the way the animal kingdom is, it's, it's designed to run it out, like let the, the body actually releases the energy um, through uh, actually physical exertion, helps it release the energy. So um, us as humans, when we trap in trauma, guess what? We hold it and it like manifests into disease and illness and pain and uh, sleepless nights and all those things. So we got to learn how to uh, process that because our body traps it in. Third, spiritual is about your purpose. Um, I'll hit on that for a sec before we go to Tamara. Um, spiritual is about your purpose and purpose, um, you know, if you're misaligned with your work, or you have lost sight of the higher purpose of your work or your craft, guess what? You're not gonna have that fuel to drive you forward. You're not gonna have that inspiration um, to compel you. Like I'm hyper purpose driven as a human being and I have been for a while, but it's because I keep getting myself clearer on my vision, I keep working on it. Like I've been in a season of transition for the last couple of months where I'm ready to launch a new venture and I've been a little quiet on social media, but I'm like, I'm anchored into my purpose and I'm having fun and I'm ready, I'm, I'm jazzed. I've actually produced about 200 pages of content in the last uh, six months. When I look at the God and Money Journal I'm about to come out with and some other stuff, but I've been really fueled and going inward. And, and sometimes if we lose sight of our purpose, we gotta get re-anchored to fuel ourselves. Otherwise we're gonna be just sluggish. We're going to be like just dragging through our days. And, and that's one of the main energy quadrants. And the fourth one, mental energy. So this is like, hey, if I'm, uh, if I'm not intellectually stimulated, so I have reading time every single day, like I don't miss it. I haven't missed it since age 19 with, you know, maybe a handful of days a year, one or two days a year while I miss some devoted 30 minutes a day to read at least. Because I, I, my mind, is sh as it gets sharper and sharper and sharper and it compounds over the years, guess what? I feel more alive. I'm just, uh, I have more in my tanks to give. So what's your renewal pattern for your mental side back on my Sunday? When I'm unplugging from media and unplugging from work on Saturdays for my Sabbath, guess what? I'm allowing that mental reboot, that emotional reboot. I get a good workout in. My best workout of the week is on Saturdays. Um, you know, those type of things. So hope that all makes sense. We'll create those patterns of exertion and renewal mentally and physically. Um, Tamara, are you ready, my friend? Let's see if Tamara is ready. And by the way... Uh, where, where is she at? I'm okay. here, brother. I'm here. <laughs> Getting to All the right. app. Well, perfect. Well, let me introduce Tamara. I'm just going to introduce her from my heartfelt experience. Uh, I've had the privilege of, of mentoring her for since really February of 2021 and seeing her grow so much as a human being. But as a dynamic leader, 
and just a human being with power and passion in her presence. But she lights up the stage. She lights up people's lives. She lights up her own life by being fueled with purpose and passion. And she's driven, you know, driven to impact, driven to serve, driven to unleash people into their divine purpose. Uh, she has an incredible event called, called the Grow With God Conference coming up. She's also a three-time author, including, I think two of them were best-selling uh, books, including Love. Uh, your most recent book is Love, Shame. I have it pulled up here. I need to go back to it. Yeah, Always Becoming. Sexually always Becoming. Love. You got it. Yes. Yes. All, always Becoming, which is about sex, shame, and love. Pick that up at Amazon here. I'll post that link unless uh, you have a uh, book funnel there. But guys, she's a dynamic, heartfelt leader who helps women find their divine purpose and other entrepreneurs step into building how how to build their business, how to launch their podcast, so many great things uh, that she does. And she has massive stage presence, like just is able to light up the stage with who she is and how she shows up with love and light and joy. And so I'm honored to interview her this morning. So Tamara, tell Tell us what what did Tamara I miss? Is what an did absolute I absolute queen? Tamara is a queen of queens. <laughs> I love you, Ramon. Come on, Mike. Thank you so much. Um, I was loving your conversation this morning because right as you were saying, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this was pre-planned prior to me coming on or not. But you know, all of the energy quadrants are somewhere that I am very passionate about spending time in. I mean, you're talking about lighting up, lighting up any element of who you are from an emotional, relational, spiritual standpoint, you have to invest energy, you have to invest time into those places and really get curious from a physical well. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Being as well, which is really where my journey started. Love it. And uh, I'm curious, Tamara, on this subject, as we look at how to keep work at work and home at home, what are some rhythms and boundaries do you have? Like, for example, for me, I will, uh, when I come home and it's time for wife and baby time, I literally put my phone down, I'll put it in an airplane mode, my laptop is shut, those type of things. But do you, do you have rhythms or patterns that you have? Because I know you're, you want to be a great mom, you want to be a great wife as well. What, what are some of the rhythms that you have or patterns to keep work at work and home at home? Yeah, this is really good. And I think an element that you had also mentioned as far as like making sure there's blocked time frames that are longer than just our traditional after work or before work time, um, where it's blocked weekends or blocked experiences. Um, we always have something that we're looking forward to either as a couple or as a family. And it's individual time with our kiddos is also really important for us because they're unique individuals and they, you know, ignite different parts of who we are as parents. And so really being conscientious of the time that we invest with each one in the family individually, and then also that time for ourselves. So for instance, an example is that um, I'm heading to a conference this week, um, Embrace Your Ambition. Many of you guys know Ashley and Marcus. I'm super excited about it. And um, I'm bringing my husband and son because my son celebrates his 19th birthday this weekend. And so when I knew I was going to be speaking on his birthday, I was like, yeah, it work is work, but work is also personal for me. And I believe all of our work should be personal because if we're not pulling in the personal element of who we are, our passions, even our pain points associated to our existence and the work that we do, I find that we run dry. I find that we lose our creative spirit. And so I really am conscientious throughout my day and throughout my seasons because everything has a different season, right? There are times where we really are investing more strongly into our businesses, into the build. When it's conference season, it's on, right? I'm, I'm traveling and I'm away from my kiddos. And so I make sure in those seasons that the rhythm that I associate to that is what happens the next day that I come home, right? Okay, so yesterday afternoon, instead of doing my traditional long, days on Monday, we were on the boat by three o'clock and there was no phones, no computers, no nothing. We fell asleep cuddling together, watching a movie. So it's this knowing that there are 
while I don't believe necessarily that there is a work-life balance because I don't believe in balance based on my experience as a gymnast for 16 years, I think balance is a lie and can keep us in a space of um, stagnation and perfection, kind of like what Michelle was talking about earlier. And so I really believe in alignment. And so when you're thinking about these energy quadrants that you're speaking to, Mike, it's like, where are you aligned? Do you have that emotional alignment? Do you have that emotional intelligence to even be aligned um, so that we're responding to things rather than reacting and then physically making sure that I'm really pouring out in the morning. So I love to get my workouts in when I have that high energy, high stamina. Um, and I can really clear my mind before I get activated into work and then relationally checking in, flirting with my husband throughout the day, making sure that we are in rhythm together and synchronicity to where we want to show up as parents in that moment or that day based on their schedules. And then spiritually, obviously, that's like the foundation of who I am. And it's one of the reasons I connect with Mike so much is because he shows up um, firmly founded in his faith. And I believe that that's not an element of who we are. It is who we are. And so hopefully those things speak to you guys and you can take some nuggets from there. Mike, what do you got for me, brother? Hmm, I love that. And, and I'm curious, when do you know, like, when do you know you're heading towards burnout or heading towards the edge? And then what do you do to like, say, you know what, I got to step back. And were, were there moments in your life where you were on that edge and, and, and that you had to pull back. I know there are, so I, I, I would, I'm, I'm <laughs> back. Like a nice tea. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, I think all of us can really think to those like massive moments of life, right. Where we, we crashed and burned and I call it a quarter life crisis. It's really what the concept of always becoming is about, which truly is around the energy quadrants. I talk about physical, emotional, spiritual, well-being, relational bondage, um, generational ties that were, were causing hindrance but to the most part into a conversation you briefly touched on associated to um, your experience with your wife is this trauma conversation. And for me, I was living in that supersonic rat race, society driven microwave, you know, all of the analogies that people come up with, that was me. It was definitely success driven and accolade driven and perfection driven. And while I was really good at putting on a smile, which a lot of people know me for now it might, as my joy. Um, happiness and joy are not the same thing. And so you can't just fictitiously show up in a smile because there's definitely some ailing points that will create overwhelm that will create that feeling of void. That's why addictions are so prominent is because people aren't truly aligned with um, the gaps that are existing on the inside of them or even mentally. And so for me, that quarter life crisis looked like heading straight into a, a, a brick wall and we are not made to be superhuman. We are not made to run through walls. And so here I was, I had actually driven into my driveway one day. I had just finished nursing my daughter like the week before. She was nine months old, already walking, following after her 18 month old brother. And, um, or that's not even physically possible, 18 months and nine months. That's not possible. So let's go back to that. They're 16 months apart. So it was right over a year um, and a half. And so Waverly was walking and I remember pulling into the driveway and seeing what was the picture perfect American dream for a 29 year old person. I, we were the youngest people in our neighborhood, the white picket fence. We had the nicest cars. We um, lived 17 houses down from my parents. Uh, we, we had the boy first, the girl second. People often called us Barbie and Ken. I mean, there were so many elements of perfection that like no one could possibly live up to. And here I am thinking that this should be what I prayed for. This should be what makes me most happy is this moment. And I just felt nothing. I felt like nothing was good enough. And I was going after different addictions, shopping addictions that led to buyer's remorse, um, lying, I like little white lies for no apparent reason. It was just so habitual because I was in protection mode of that perfectionist like um, persona. And so little by little, it compounded to me stepping out in my marriage, um, which led later to, you know, infidelity on the backwards way towards me. And so it's, it almost led to a divorce, which almost led to me losing my children, which led almost to um, a tombstone moment, essentially, that would never be what someone would hope for or pray for. And I don't know about you, no matter how much work you're good at, no matter how quote unquote successful you are, success starts internally, which then starts to lead into your nest in your home front. And honestly, after that, 
as long as you're living in joy and passion, nothing else matters. You become a magnet to success when you are internally satisfied. And so that's my testimony. Um, and I now know that when I am leaded toward, leading towards like emotional drainage or void or something is making me feel less than which used to make me feel whole or vibrant, I have to have an audit. There has to be ways that you audit yourself on a consistent basis. You need accountability partners associated to that who recognize, even the people on my team know when I need to shut down, when I need to turn off all devices and I need to go spend time with the people that I love and care about most. And so I would just really encourage you all to have the same and to make sure that you have people that you can be totally and fully transparent and authentic with, without judgment. Because if you isolate yourself into the place like I had, there was nowhere to go except for to crash and burn. Wow, such a powerful story. And how did um, how did you move past that? Like, how did you move past that season? What were the keys that kind of helped you, you know, over the next year, you know, move into healthy state? And, and how do you reinforce and stay away from that edge again or that danger zone? Yeah, what a great question. Yeah, this was really the evolution, the journey of Fit and Faith, which is the name of my podcast, which didn't launch for about four years after this time frame. Um, some of the first steps that I took were literally leaving all of my areas of employment, all of which were self-created. So I um, sold my half of partnership in a boutique in brick and mortar. I sold my uh, global nursing brawl company to the um, creator of the original brand and I let it go. And in that, there was about 70, 80 hours a week that now became free. And I stood in um, my mother role as a stay-at-home mom for the first time, which was never something I was comfortable with. And I always discredited myself that I wasn't capable of it because I just felt like I was more whole when I was doing something I was really good at. But I found that what I was really good at was just understanding who I am and really loving that person. And that actually didn't matter what job title I had associated to that when there was that wholeness factor. And so beyond just getting rid of titles, which was the biggest thing, like none of your titles, if you have a business card, if you have a brochure, if you have a name on your lapel, ultimately none of the titles associated to your name define you. And so I had to go through, there was a book called um, The End of Me. And in like the back of the book, you can kind of see this element of Jesus and I'm a Christian. And so um, it was one of the first books that I read afterwards and it's by Kyle Eidelman. And there were so many elements in that book. It felt like as if I had written it myself as I was dissecting what I had attached my identity to. And so I went on this big identity search of who am I because what the world called me wasn't true. And um, it was essentially all blanketed lies of expectation. And so maybe you had a lot of expectations on you, whether it's from your parents when you were little or even mentors or family members. So I think mean well, but there's projection associated to that. So as I let go of titles, I simultaneously explored my faith for the first time in the depth in which I know it now. Um, I had always kind of said that I believed in God, but I did not have a radical encounter with God or spirituality or Jesus until I was at this point of, of rock foundation is what Dan Clark, who Michael had introduced me to, calls it. Instead of calling it rock bottom, it's rock foundation. It's like when you fall, where are you and what are you and who are you standing on and with? And so for me, it was my foundation of faith. And so I did a year-long worship school which was funny because I am not a um, vocal artist and I, other than speaking, and I am not a, a musician, but I, um, I just felt really drawn into it. For the first time in my life, I understood what calling was. It was like I was actually leaning into my own intuition instead of listening to the whispers or of the world or the enemies like tainting or taunting. And so in that experience, I was really able to dissect my emotional like ideation of who I was. That's when I started studying emotional intelligence. And then two years from there, um, spent time getting my ordination and minister's licensing while spending time with my babies, time that I can never and will never get back. And so I'm incredibly grateful for that. 
Um, and it wasn't until after those three years of development, self-development, self-exploration, um, obviously having utter grace from my husband. Um, and the main element, which I think a lot of people carry shame towards, which I will announce from every mountaintop, was that we invested hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I say this without exaggeration, in all of these different elements of growth, including physical um kind of replenishment. I got a vein surgery for sciatica. I got um, uh, LASIK eye surgery. I got um, new chiropractic help. I got um, some dental things done and mental health. And so we were invested in two times a week going to couples therapy as well as individual therapy for myself. And it was the first time I understood what trauma was and the backstory to a lot of this crash and burn, which was in sexual abuse that occurred when I was in a really small, small child. And so it's just wild when you actually explore and examine the foundation of who you are and how that was built, why so often burnout is a commonplace. But for me, honestly, Mike, since then, burnout is a lot, a lot, a lot more rare. And I find myself, it's why I designed the Joyful Entrepreneur Program and teach from that, um, because I find that a lot of people are working in overdrive mode when there are rhythms of grace that are accessible to every single one of us that give us that sense of peace and knowing rather than striving. Wow, so powerful. It's amazing the journey you've been on, Tamara, through that. And obviously your husband's been an amazing support and and the beautiful life you've built and the impact as well. I'm curious with like your podcast, by the way, guys, her podcast link is posted at the top. Definitely click on that. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. I've had the honor of being on her show as well. Um, it's a top 1% podcast in terms of number of downloads and impact. Um, and we'll post the Grow With God event here in a sec. But when you do your epic retreats, like you just hosted one, I believe in Mexico, you have another one coming up in Costa Rica, you have your podcast retreat coming up. Um, when you host these retreats, what what happens with people's lives at these retreats? Like how do the, how do their lives change? How do they start seeing that it's okay to invest in themselves, those type things. What what paradigm shifts do they experience when people take those big leaps? I'm curious. Yeah, what a good question. It's absolutely one of my and the team's uh, favorite things to do throughout the year. And favorite can mean a lot of different things to people, but I we truly um, invest in this in a way that we don't in any other spectrum. One, um, and this is something if you're curious in hosting retreats, like is travel something that's important to you? A lot of times people have these like hobbies or, or side passions that they think that they only can put in views into their life on these time blocks that Mike and I were talking about, like on the weekends. But travel is something that I have found not only culturally changes who we are, it opens our eyes to the world in such a dynamic way and to other people. It expands our uh, ability to empathize and it creates that sustaining gratitude space when you see and experience other people's ways of life, especially those outside of the United States. And so um, also having a Mexican husband, we uh, are, have an opportunity to travel to Mexico often. And so I wanted to infuse international travel into my business. And when we just started doing retreats several years ago, I, even though I'm a business coach and I help people design their, you know, their frameworks and build those things up, um, it's why, you know, Mike and I align so much because he helped me in that way, but there was this precursor, this precursor to business. And, and this methodology is something that I've honed in on while, while being coached by Mike is this being brand and then business. A lot of people, when they come to a business coach, they are coming with a good idea and they want their business to take off. Simultaneous to that, I have found that if there is not being, which is the identity factor, which I just talked through my own identity crisis, I found that we will burn out faster and we will actually find that space of void quicker because it's not actually fulfilling what our heart's desire truly is. It's just a good idea premised on what could make good money. And so I really do a lot of like the personal development as well as the professional development simultaneously, asking the deeper questions of why and going there with people. What is the root cause? What is the root reason? What was the root pain point associated to this passion? 
And so what you see flowery on social media or the highlight reels, that's not really somebody's desire or magnetism quality to you. They want to know where the deep dive was. They want to know where that rock bottom is. It's why the podcast is all, all around. What was your messy success story? What was the messy comeback story to your version of success? And so my version of success has totally changed. And some of those paradigm shifts on that experience are their own versions of success. It's their awareness factor to their emotional stamina or at the time generally lack thereof. It's exploring their spirituality in the way that they never have because generally spirituality is something we check as a box maybe on Sunday or whenever your specific um, faith decides to practice. But it's this knowing that they're checking boxes to these elements of who they are. Okay, check, married. Okay, check, I'm a mom, I have two kids. Okay, checked, I'm a quote unquote Christian because I go to, to church every Sunday. Okay, check emotionally. Yeah, everybody thinks I'm happy. So I'll check that box too in these energy quadrants that Mike was talking about. And inside of that, there is no depth. And so I found because of the speed of the world, when we can actually do what they're called and retreat, retreat away from societal pressures, retreat away from um, uh, other people's sense of influence that's not positive. There are so many people that have people around them that are not safe associated to boundaries, right? There's another book called Safe People that I highly recommend if you're having relational struggles with people. And so in this six day, seven or seven day, six night experience, it is a true reset. It's a, a rejuvenation pattern. And one of the biggest things I love to do is make sure that people get to explore that native culture as well. So we don't go to an all-inclusive resort. That's not my jam. That's not a style of travel that my husband and I have partaken. I want you to never bring heels if you're a woman. I, I want you not to necessarily even worry about makeup or your outfits or any of that. I want you to invest in truly being and being isn't associated to a vibe right? It's not associated to that. It's, it's associated to your identity and you are beautifully and wonderfully made just as you are. And so letting go of those societal expectations has been incredible to see. I've seen marriages healed. I've seen individuals take off in their businesses um, from a success, from a monetary standpoint, because of the mindset shifts that take place. I have seen um, people actually step into motherhood fully confident for the first time in their life. I've seen them let go of generational ties. Um, I've just seen so much spiritual warfare change and people's lives dynamically and powerfully um, erected into the place that I know that they had always hoped and prayed from. Um, and so I, I love it so much, Mike. Thanks for asking that question. Yeah, I mean, guys, one of the coolest things about retreats, and I've hosted uh, a ton of mastermind retreats as well, is you take a two, three, or seven day experience, and what happens is, man, you get immersed. Immersed is, is like you're soaking in this identity shift. Tamara was hitting on, when we wanna shift into a new level, you gotta shift into a new identity. You gotta let go of your caterpillar self to become the butterfly, right? And sometimes as entrepreneurs, as leaders, as moms, as dads, as we get stuck in a pattern and we can literally stay stuck in that same pattern for decades. Or you can bust through and create a new identity, but to do, an, to do a new path, a new identity, you've got to take a big leap. I was coaching uh, someone yesterday, actually, I was just on his podcast, this guy's podcast, and at the end of the show, he, he had shared some things about his journey, and I was like, hey, uh, uh, do you want, when, when are you going to make the leap? When are you going to make the decision, not just hope to, or try to, or use what I call weak disempowering words and, and make a hardcore declaration that you're ready to make that big step up. And, and you got to be ready. Like some of us where we can go another month, you can go another day. It's amazing how days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months and months turn into years of the same pattern, the same old identity that doesn't serve our highest self. And we play small and we let shame or small itis plague us. And I love what Tim was sharing and, and how vulnerable she is in her book, Always Becoming um, in her other books as well, 
but Tamara, and I posted her link to her uh, retreats, by the way, guys. So if you want uh, to explore going on a retreat, message Tamara right now. I wish you were leading some men's retreats the way you were talking about it. I mean, I don't wear heels or makeup, but... I get this all the time because I do coach men as well, um, more so in the business spectrum. It's a lot of times um, people who have a heart for nonprofits or ministry, and they're looking to also make it lucrative so that that can continue to sustain um, with their heart's mission. And so we do immersive retreats as well that are very more, much more business oriented, but we always have that element of personal. So we have podcast retreats where you come with your idea and you leave with an Apple Google Play, Spotify podcast is already launched and activated in about a three-day time frame, which is probably one of my favorite. We've brought to life 36 podcasts at this point. Um, essential, and we also do ones of, of, um, connected to book writing and e-course development. And so I am one of those people that, because I know how life gets, that we will set goals for ourselves and we don't actually activate in entirety. And so in that retreat format, like Mike was saying, and you can shut off all these other things, you can really put into play the dreams and goals that you have and you can do it in supersonic speed because you're following a framework and you're following alongside other people who are energizing you and keeping you accountable to that specific goal. Um, my husband and I are in conversation about doing some marriage, really taking people and spoiling them rotten. And I long sight um, come to fruition. We will be having Airbnbs around the world that people can come and stay with us and have these immersive experiences as well. He's an entrepreneur too. So speaking into the business and um, more so the being before all of the other elements um, is, is going to be really fun to see where God continues to open doors. Love it. Love it. Um, let's talk about for a second, you know, last year, you were talking about identity shifts and you stepping into a bigger identity shift. And last year, I know you made a big leap with hosting some big conferences. Like you have the God or the Grow With God conference. Like that was a massive, scary leap. And, you know, I was coaching you, mentoring you right through that. And I remember those tough moments, but then it ended up being a massive breakthrough when you got to the other side. Tell, tell us a little bit about what was happening there. And, um, and then we'll go into, you know, your big event coming up as well that I want everyone to have a chance to join as well. But tell us, tell us what was happening in this in that crazy season. Yeah. Yeah. I was so grateful to you. You're, I don't know if you guys can tell this about Mike, but um, even if there are storms going on in his life, he is so rooted that there is just this unwavering um, element to who he is and how he shows up. And so I've been so grateful for your steadfast, you know, just life-giving um, wisdom, Mike, throughout the years. But specifically, that's this knowing that in that time I was I was taking identity shifts because Mike was pushing me. And people always tell me, especially coaching clients, that I push them out of airplanes. And it's funny, people have said this across the board and they don't know each other. And so every time it happens, I just start laughing. And they're like, no, really, you did. I'm like, I know. That's kind of my, my knack. I, I love energy. I love adrenaline. I love joy. And I feel like what better way to do it than at a mountaintop but I always equip you with the parachute going down and so Mike had, had given me my own parachute when it came to um, partnering and doing partnerships with people as well as you know money mindset towards that as well and so for those that don't know our founder here in uh, breakfast with champions Glenn Lundy and I partnered on something called grow your business for God's sake it for short we call it grow for God um, it's easier to remember, but the the concept that he had originally came up with was grow your business for God's sake. It's a, such a great pun um, for so many reasons, because yes, we are poking the bear, we are activating you, but simultaneous to that, is there is an element of, of putting your faith as the foundation to your growth. And so it was going to be his second annual experience. He had done one prior to at a church that invited him. Um, it was a great success, and he brought in so many of his counterparts within the industry. And so when he asked to partner, I was really honored. I was so excited, but I was, I wouldn't say scared because I was super confident in the development of the conference itself and bringing together the faith orientation of business. But marketplace ministry is um, an interesting zone to exist. Not a lot of people do it because the church has this blanketed mindset of poverty, and sadly, unfortunately. Um, and there is just this mindset that it's things are too expensive, or I can't afford that, or I shouldn't charge for this gift or talent, or 
all of these different elements. And so I wanted and still want people to be set free in that area. And that was something that Mike helped set me free with as well as step into this partnership because I have such an incredible team alongside me. A lot of the things that we bring to fruition are on our own doing because we can and we will make it happen and it'll be excellent. But trusting in a partnership is difficult. Trusting in a partnership when half of the chips on the table are not yours and you don't have access to those chips all the time or even at play. And so Glenn was so gracious and and allowing our teams to work together. Um, but there was also a lot of, of tension in that, a leadership growth that we both felt in that way um, to steward the, our own team dynamics and in, intersect with another team's dynamics and expectations. And so at the actual conference, I remember getting so much feedback from people who had experienced it the first year. And one of the greatest compliments that I received was that they could feel the Holy Spirit and they could sense the elements that our team was able to bring to Glenn's original idea. And within about 24 to 48 hours after the experience, um, Glenn reached out to me and said, hey, I'm gonna pass this ball to you. There was a lot of other pieces to that conversation, but ultimately uh, I was honored uh, to take and run with uh, the people that had already been invested into the Grow, Your God, Grow Yourself for God's Sake conference, but simultaneous to that, um, just the, development from that year, it felt like a gift to be able to receive after putting in the time and the energy and going through that leadership journey. Um, and so Mike, I was so grateful to you. And, and the aftermath, I guess, if you want to say, was a, just a surge in our business and our brand identity, our brand awareness. And there's people who are often in this room, you know, Ramon, of course, being a massive part of that, Christina, Dora Maria, uh, Pastor Jeff, um, I'm going down the, the street here, and there's just so many that I, Megan, C-Rock even, that I've been so honored to get to know, um, and that they have seen my truest colors, and I am so grateful to be able to stand as a business owner and a conference host in authenticity and to help other people do the same thing. So we're excited for the next one. Love it, guys. Hey, here's what I want to do to support your growth, everyone's growth. If you want to be a part of that event, that epic event that comes up in November in Nashville, Tennessee, which isn't that far away, for anyone that registers and saves their spot today, you've got a two-for-one offer, it looks like, on the page or something like that. Tamara, what is What's your special right now? Yeah, so if you buy a VIP or a premier ticket, uh, there's lots of different options for both, but you get a $50 general admission ticket. And so with that general admission ticket, you can always upgrade, but you're saving about $500 just in that one ticket experience alone. And you're giving somebody else access. And so my thought in that is to bring along a friend who might not have the finances to do it or might not have the vision even for themselves, but you see something greater in them. So look at it as a gift to others. Um, and so that's where we're at right now. We have only about 40 seats left in VIP. Love it. So guys, here's what I'm going to do. Anyone that grabs a ticket today, I want you to shoot me a message and I'm going to give you a thousand dollar membership to my abundance Academy, which is a comprehensive course for rewiring your money mindset. And we also do monthly live coaching sessions that are just so much fun and epic. And we've had uh, such a steady, powerful transformational experience for so many people's lives. I'm also going to give you my zone of genius course, which is a $300 value. And I'm going to give you, uh, my Genius Within book, and um, and also my God and Money journal that's coming out as well. So click on the link above Holy if this moly, resonates. if you guys don't take advantage of this, y'all don't know how good that is. Mike, you're so generous. Thank you, thank you, You're thank welcome. You. So $1,500 value from my end, uh, in addition to just the epic experience, like Tamara didn't know I was going to do that. I didn't know I was going to do that either. Come on, come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thanks. Mike. So guys, uh, but I, I just believe in Tamara. I believe in what she's doing. I believe in the power of transformation of putting yourself in the right rooms and rubbing shoulders to shoulder, having conversations, hanging out, investing in yourself. Every time you invest in yourself, it's a declaration that you are worth it. It's a declaration that you're ready to rise up, that you're ready to become more, that you're meant for more, that you are more. And I want to invite you to just make that declaration today with Tamara's event or anything else that you know you're meant to step into. 
quit playing small guys. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. It's time to step up and to play up and rise up into your highest level self. And uh, I want to invite you guys. So message me if you want to take advantage of that offer. Uh, go ahead and click the link above for Tamara's uh, link uh, there for the Grow With God event. And any other questions or any other comments uh, before, and Tamara, you know, yeah, uh, I wanted to share anything else you want to add? The before... premier ticket is Mike. So you're also getting additional value of getting coached by Mike and me during a exclusive mastermind that's going to be taking place during the Grow for Bi your Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. It see that's why I call it Grow for God, y'all, because I always stumble over my words. Uh, the Grow for God conference. So this is different. We have so many elements that are completely different than last year. So many different speakers coming in. We're actually doing breakout sessions this year, and so you're going to have um, feet on the ground with the people who are actually pouring into you. And Mike is going to be doing that and actually going through his zone of genius methodology at that time. And you're also going to have the opportunity to get headshots. So you're investing not just in your time with being in the room, but you're going to have a lot of incredible tangibles on the offset of that as well. Um, you'll also be a part of a book launch party that we're having, and it's going to be really epic. So Mike, I'm so grateful to have you there. That's his hometown, y'all. So it'll be fun to have Mike and, and have him as a part of the experience as the premier ticket. Uh, thanks, Tamara. Excited to be there as well. And guys, uh, real quick, also give some shares for the room. If you're enjoying the conversation we've had this morning, uh, give some shares. We've got C-Rock coming on here in a sec, but any other comments uh, or questions as well? Uh, let's see, Flash Mike, anything else you guys wanna add? Tamara, anything else you wanna add about your journey or any other links you wanna post? Go ahead and post up there. I'm gonna also post guys here in just a sec. Here's another little thing that I'm doing. I've got a, you know, my God and Money journal coming out with ChristianPlanner.com, but I've also got an abundance journal and other things. So one of the things I've got is a new community number. And I want to invite you guys for the next 30 days, I'm gonna be sending out a daily message about abundance, about shifting into your highest level identity. And it's also a way for you to direct message me. I check it every day, a message. Uh, every day, except Saturday, I do take my Sabbaths, sorry. Um, but I check it and respond. And I'm going to post that link up there here in just a sec. But I want want to see if anyone else here in the audience um, wants to take a big leap up and, and ask Tamara any other questions or any other comments before we uh, head over to uh, our wonderful next uh, speaker. Mike and Tamara, this is Ed in Colorado. Uh, shoot your, uh, your little muscle. I think it was from... Ed from Colorado, but it's really hard to hear you, brother. Let's try again. Let's see. Shoot, Ed. Um, unfortunately, it's, uh, you're in the matrix, my man. <laughs> I see um, Liddy. I see Liddy clapping. Hey, girlfriend. Hi, Tamara, Michael. Thank you so much. Yes, I wanted to reiterate about um, what you just uh, said because I was part of last year event, but I was online. And from uh, the online perception, it was amazing. I loved it. I had to work, but I was watching like until it was really my time to start, like the last second because I didn't want to, to, to lose any, you know, any um, second that I could watch. And um, when everything was done, I remember it touched me, even from online, it touched me. And I said to my husband, I don't know, I don't know how we're going to make it because we don't have our parents here and we have two little ones. Let's say we're going to organize ourselves, but we need to be in person for next year. And uh, I just bought my ticket like a couple of months ago. And I said to my husband, you are coming with me because I don't want to experience that without you. And he said, okay, we're going to see, I'm going to see what, what I can do. But just to uh, encourage everybody, do not think twice. It was amazing from online, it was amazing. And from that experience, I decided to take days off and uh, I took the premium, I guess. <clears throat> because I said, I don't want to be in the back. I want to experience the whole thing with everything that is in between. So I am so excited about that. And I encourage everybody, all 
our champions to do the same, to get the VIP, the premium. It's not that expensive for the experience that we're going to live. It's nothing. So I encourage everybody and I can't wait to see all of you uh, uh, um, uh, in Nigeria. Thank you, Lizzie. Lady, we're so excited for you. It's going to be epic. And you're right. It really is. Like, if you come to Breakfast with Champions on a regular, you're literally going to be like Breakfast and Champions in person. There was hundreds of people from Breakfast with Champions there last year. And it was such a cool reunion. Some people meeting for the very first time. And so I'm really excited to have you and your husband. And thank you for investing in yourself. And I can't wait to see what happens um, just afterwards, knowing that you're fully invested and you're fully present there. Michael, thank you so much for this time. It's been awesome. Love it. Tamara, you rock. Guys, give Tamara a follow. Join the event, Grow With God. Grab her book, Always Becoming, and honor always connecting and serving you. And guys, last thing, before before I hand over the mic to the Epic Sea Rock, go ahead and click the link above, guys, and uh, join my texting community. And what I'm going to do, guys, is next 30 days, like I said, we're going to go deep in money mindset, deeper levels of abundance, deeper levels of creativity and identity shifting. Um, so we'd love to have you in that and uh, just serve and encourage and pour into you. And it's a way you can voice text. Uh, who's, I'm not sure whose mic is hot, but um, you can just message me, connect with me from there. I'd love to pour into you. This is my mission is unleash people's divine potential. So Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.